Hey, what's going on, guys? Travis, you're back with another great episode. Hey, it's Ty, and my sinuses have been Niagara Falls for the last five days. Hey, it's Thomas and uh, Balls. Hey, it's Britton, and I think he made that joke the, like the last three episodes. Just saying. Look, man, nobody said I was funny or original. Uh. That's fair. And that makes me Brady. And even though vanilla extract doesn't come from the anal glands of beavers, that's not what we're talking about today. This is the amateur take. Today we're uh, <laughs> talking about something a little, little crazy, a little, little cuckoo. Talk to your <laughs> we're talking about protagonists and what makes good ones. Anal beaver glands. And it's vanilla extract. 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 I didn't have a good segue for that, but that's what we're talking about. We're talking about uh, what makes good protagonists. I think me and Brady are kind of on the same page here when we say uh, trauma is the answer. Oh, you didn't let me do my joke that I did last time. You should have done it. I was going to dramatically lean into the mic and say trauma. (laughs) Trauma. See, like... I think it's kind of interesting. So if, if you look into popular culture, uh, it's it's been pretty well like documented that like uh, popular culture popular culture protagonists after nine eleven have been more flawed. But it, it's not that it just started there. Like it's you know it's been around. Yeah, like, I was going to say like, specifically after nine eleven. Yeah, yeah. It's like Did it like actually 9/11? have a like an uh, like a direct cause. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, like uh, especially in like uh, like books. Really? Oh yeah. That's uh, that's like a topic for another podcast. If like we want to get into that, uh, mm-hmm. it's something I've brought up multiple times. Country like, music, like country, just media in general, like fucking yeah. just changed. Yeah. Right yeah. after nine eleven, like all types <laughs> of media, just like dra- Not to get on that tangent, but I mean, well, like, it just drastically fucking went off the went off the fucking rails. After I'm, I'm not going to go too far into it, but I will say like that would uh, be an interesting episode, though. Yeah, it would I, I'd love to talk would. about it? But like previously, you know, you look at our, look at our protagonist before that, like Conan. You know, yeah, he, he didn't have flaws. He was he was the best. Besides, but like, besides being played by Arnold Schwarzenegger, the, the live, but, like the talk show host or the barbarian, bro, like like barbarian. the barbarian. Okay, bro. like at first I was like, what the fuck were we talking Conan about? O'Brien. Yeah, the, like, <laughs> uh, was yes. Like, what are we talking Conan about? Conan O'Brien, <laughs> the perfect, the perfect hero, the perfect specimen, the perfect hero. <laughs> yeah, I saw a meme with him earlier, and I was very confused. That's why he was like the first thing in my head. No, I mean, and honestly, the best way to back up the whole like the greatest heroes come from trauma. I mean, there's there's one, like, that is so poignant in, like, today's media. Batman. Harry Potter. I mean, I thought he was going to say I thought he was going to say I mean, everybody, like, no, everybody, everybody and their mom knows Batman's story. Yeah. Right. I mean, dude, kid was fucking walking down the alley with his parents. His parents get fucking murked, and he's like, I'm going to beat the shit out of criminals for the rest of my that, life. That being said, though, like it wasn't really leaned into. like The trauma part of it really wasn't leaned into till, like the Dark Knight trilogy. Right. Which is... Post-9-11. Yeah. yeah. Like, like it, uh, was, it, it got significantly darker. Like Me and Morgan watched uh, Robin, uh, Batman and Robin, like the 94 movie, mm-hmm. uh, Friday, like hanging out with Donnie. And it is so jokey. And it's one-liners, quips all over the place. It's so different. Shockingly I will, different. I will say this. I, I mean, I love the one-liners and quips. I love the cheesiness of the old Batman. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, that's what sells it. Danny DeVito. You know what really sells it? 
Danny DeVito. Nine eleven. Uh, George Clooney's nipples on his suit. Just yeah. George Bush. George Bush. <laughs> George Bush. <laughs> really sold Bro, no, that's, we can't get into saying that. We can't get into that. Yeah, we can. <laughs> it's been, it's so been telling, long enough. So you're telling me George Bush had a direct impact on 9-11 just for the film industry. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, is an inside job. I wanted better protagonists. Some, some Redditor right now is Batman. Type, some Redditor right now is listening, typing out his new conspiracy theory. He's like, yo, they onto something, though. <laughs> Actually. Actually, it was post- Nine twelve. You see when the events unfold. <laughs> Reddit moment. Yeah, I think I think trauma is a big thing sort of when it comes moment. to making a uh, a good protagonist. I think another thing is like obviously relatability, uh, the be, the ability to be able to you know see yourself in the protagonist at least a little bit. That that helps a lot. It's not necessary, but it definitely helps. Which is why we talked about Batman but the Joker is actually the greatest protagonist of all time oh no <laughs> yeah don't even don't even start that shit we live in a society <laughs> so you wouldn't even argue that oh a protagonist is just anti-antagonist like he's the opposite no because they all come from trauma so trauma just makes you a better at what you are not all protagonists come from trauma though no, they don't. Not all. That was a joke. Not not all antagonists. Which from trauma either. To, to God be fair, gives his silliest battles to his saddest clowns. <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> you could even say Conan had trauma because he was enslaved. Bro, he was a talk show host. What are you <laughs> yes. Jesus. That's the ghost. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about that. Welcome back, Daniel. Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel really wanted to be on this episode. Daniel fucking died. Yeah, he really yeah. did. Like. We don't say that enough. We really do be like that. But we miss him. Yes. Bro, just kick her. <laughs> uh, cut this. Actually, we don't do that. We don't condone animal abuse. We're actually going to abuse Travis for saying that. She keeps trying to like claw under the door to get inside. She misses me. But she will murder Brady. She, she has stuff to say about protagonists. <laughs> and antagonists, that being Bear. Bra- Brady, what? Cat. So you'd say Batman's like your... Not my personal like, prote- like the best protagonist, but I mean like I think he's like the most like well known. Well, one of the one of the most well known. At least well, as far like, like on the side of trauma. Well, we're adults. Like we're not really like kids. You know, they're like, oh, this is my favorite. Like yeah. as an adult, it's like, well, you're gonna say you're not gonna say, well, this is my favorite protagonist or something. Yeah. You're gonna say, what I mean, here's like, several that are so very sure. important to me. One of my favorite, sure. I mean, yeah. that's where. Yeah, I I fucking love Batman. I mean, like I'm I'm not afraid to admit it. Yeah, fuck so, Batman. I feel like it's <laughs> it's safe to say though, like you know, obviously protagonists, you want them to also be personable. Um, one of my like favorite examples of this is like Superman. Um, so like off the bat, written everywhere, he's just a perfect being. Bullets bounce off of him. He cannot like fucking you know get mauled. He's just uh, impervious to any damage. And the only way they could like humble him down a little bit was like Kryptonite. You know, like okay, this guy's way too OP. We're gonna humble him down some. But then they introduce the love interest and stuff like that, just to show like even though he's like the the epitome of like the perfect being. He still has the weaknesses too, and I feel like that's why a lot of people like him so much. I wouldn't like Superman if he was just flawless. Like if he could just do whatever he wanted to do. I like watching his falls, and I like watching him like get weak and get the shit beat out of him sometimes. You know, because like when he comes back from that, it's like that's even more powerful to me. The you know the the resilience, the ability to like get knocked down and get up and keep moving. I think that shows like a lot of what makes a like a hero or a protagonist a protagonist. If 
Superman didn't have kryptonite, he would have just been a god. Yeah. And that's no that's not interesting. I wouldn't have really cared. God well, you know, that's like you know, I, at first I didn't know where you're going with this because, like, <clears> to <throat> me, Superman is just kind of stale because he is like kind of OP. He, he, yeah. yeah. But 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 what you what you ended up saying it resonates with me a lot because I think that's one of the reasons a lot of people love like John McClane from Die Hard is like if you look at all the action films of that time, it's like you know you had Rambo and all these people go in there, kill a bunch of dudes and like not even barely get hurt. Barely get hurt. Yeah. And then like you got John McClane who's just a normal <clears throat> fucking guy. Going around like feet and getting cut up by glass, getting shot and stuff. It's you know, to me, it's it's very not like I want to see my protect. I don't want to see him suffer, but like I want to see the protagonist go through like some trials and stuff. I want him to. I want to feel like it's an earned victory. Yeah, you don't want to just be like you know handed to him on a silver platter. You want to fight for it. Thomas, you can go ahead. Oh no, I just head heavy. Um. You were talking about Superman, and it's cringy, right? But it made me think about, you know, like, obviously, I, with the way you described it, I thought about Goku, and I thought, what well, I just want to say, Goku was a shitty protagonist. I don't know why, it just, it popped into my head. Yeah. Every, like, mo- the only motivations he had were he was like, oh, I want to fight. Like, people were like, oh, no, he was trying to save the world and everything. It's like, no, he wasn't. He no. wanted to fight, dude. Yeah, Goku he, just wanted he was, to fight. That was his excuse, but he routinely... Sabotage shit to like to make it harder on himself. To he gave, he gave Cell like a sensu bean or some shit because he's like, yeah, I wanted so that be... Cell could beat the shit out of his son. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a fucking. You know, dude. now that you say that, that's very accurate. He was also a really <laughs> shitty dad. He was kind of absent for most of it. Yeah, <laughs> Piccolo, Piccolo was a real dad. I have a shitty dad, and that's why you're my hero. Am I Goku? No, I'm your Piccolo. No, you're you're Go Goku on. and my heart. Oh, you took a different. Funny path. enough, Travis was saying that Superman has a weakness to rock. My dad also has a weakness to rock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. uh, hey, hey, real quick, <laughs> Goku <laughs> also at one point suffered from a heart condition, so you might actually just be Goku, Brady. God damn, damn, that's Shit, unfortunate. Son. Looks like you have to abandon Noah. Well, here goes. Five minutes of me trying to turn Super Saiyan. No. <laughs> oh, God. Can we please go back and cut nope. that? We're just going to no, sincerely apologize to our listeners. Look at it. It's so... <laughs> just like, clip it. Okay, so Thomas, what, what would be... Uh, what's one of your favorite protagonists? Please, hopefully it's not something that you have to like spend like 10 minutes of exposition on. No, nah, it's easy. Caleb Armok. Caleb Armok? Love him to death. Uh, he's I just need like, a little more context. I don't know who the fuck. Here we go. Is. <laughs> he's wait from, he's before they the, say it. Before they say it, I bet he's from Stor- Stormlight or that other fucking safe hold. Yes. Safe hold. He's from that one. He is. He is Nerd. Attacking. because they don't have anything else to ever fucking reference. I was gonna reference Stormlight. I do have. I do. <laughs> I do have something. I do have something to reference though, like uh, especially since there's now a TV show coming out out of it, and it's really fucking good. Uh, the Wheel of Time series has a lot of great protagonists in it, and they just released the first three episodes like two or three days ago, and they're phenomenal. Like it's gonna be every Friday they're releasing another episode. If you like Lord of the Rings, it's really good. Uh, Robert Jordan paid a lot of homage sound like to a sponsorship. He paid a lot of homage to Tolkien in the in the show. I'm I'm sure Brady would when he watches it will see a lot of that, but it um, it's 
Like in the first book, he pays homage to Tolkien and then like immediately divorces himself from all those tropes and like makes it his own thing. So it's great, but there's a lot of great protagonists in that series. I'm really interested in seeing how they adapt it to TV because they did make some changes already in the first three episodes. I don't think any of them are terrible except for getting rid of Tom's mustache. That was unfortunate. If you get rid of a mustache, you're literally Satan. All right. It's it's fucked up. I want to talk a little bit about a protagonist. No, if you don't mind. If I can politely do that. No. Fuck. (laughs) No, so mine is very near and dear to my heart. I'm going to tell you a little bit of the backstory, and you're going to... If you say fucking Ty or something, I'm going to throw a water No, I swear to God, no. So, (laughs) Kyle, get the fuck away from the door. Um, So, no, seriously, though, like, it follows a story of, like, a boy, and he's, like, growing up, and he, like, idolizes this figure... Um, this figure is like really good at something that the kid was interested in. It's syndrome. And uh, no, <laughs> and he was like idolizing him, and uh, he basically, you know, grew up, continued to follow his dreams. And one day, he was given an opportunity to go and uh, do what his, you know, figurehead, what he had once done. Well, his figurehead had since disappeared and you know gone absent, and uh, he wanted to live in his dream, like he wanted to, you know, be the next him. And um, so he goes out on this competition and everything, and. He's, uh, you know, trying to make the absolute most out of it, and uh, he finds himself, you know, where he needed to be at the time, and he goes through these trials and tribulations, and, you know, he's working really hard to uh, better himself, and uh, one day he meets a stranger, and the stranger approaches him, and they start working together to uh, to get better at uh, the, the thing he was doing, and then it turns out that the stranger actually was his hero, the guy he idolized. And uh, he wanted to be, you know, essentially better than him. So they formed this competitiveness. And, um, yeah, this is Surf's Up. That's what I'm describing. I was like, where is this going, dude? This is way too generic. Like, he's not giving us enough details. Where's the meme? There's the meme. Travis, how long did you have to, like, prepare that? Like, five seconds. <laughs> Damn. He literally watched the movie like earlier today. Uh, brother, I've watched he the movie more times than I care about. <laughs> what about Have what about? you not heard the Surf's Up episode? I have not. Oh. Fuck. Damn. They won't oh. let me do Surf's Up too. <laughs> <laughs> no, we won't. I wasn't here for the Surf's Up episode and I don't want it. Britain, what, what about what about you? Oh, fuck. What I about don't you, know because like anytime I think of like a like a protagonist it's just kind of like yeah, they're alright. <laughs> like I never like I can think of villains where I'm like yeah that's a really Britain well written villain. is an actual villain. fucking villain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like it's just hard because like villains are like hard to write when like one is done well it's like fuck yeah like this is good shit but like I, I think it's harder to write a villain than it is to write a protagonist or an antagonist than it is to write a protagonist. So like thinking of, like a really good protagonist like I don't know kind of really got to think about it. A hundred ways to win but one well, way what, to fail. What tropes yeah. do you like in a protagonist? Well, I was, I was going to say, the only one that really comes to mind is... Um, you may hear a leaf blower here in a second. It's... it's. I think the character's name is... <laughs> <laughs> I think the character's <laughs> name is Darren Shan. Oh, it's what the fuck from... Cirque uh, du Freak. Yep, Cirque du yeah, Freak. Like, yeah, I, I know the writer's name is Darren Shan, but I was it, thinking, I was like, I think the character's name is Darren Shan, Freak. too. I think I mentioned... I, I brought that book up before... Um, 
It was during one of our episodes when you first started. I was talking about um, cringe. You're talking no, about Sir, cringe. Sir, Darren Shan. What was the other Demonata? The Demonata series. That's another series he wrote. Yeah. Did like, you write really that too? Thinking about those like really good protagonists, Darren Shan's a very good protagonist. I can't go back and read those books because they're just not my, for my age. Therefore, yeah, they're for a, like I tried know. going back and read it like my senior year of high school, like just those few years, and I was like, this is total cringe. I no, can't I, get through this. I tried reading Demonata again, and I yeah. got like a, like the first page in, and yeah, like it was dark for like its age group, but yeah, it's just cringe now. There's that better, over. yeah, there's yeah. better written horror shit, yeah. But as far as like well written protagonists and like very, it's it's well written. He's well written. He's got great. He's, he's got trauma. He's got great. Um, like not goals. I can't think of the fucking word. I can't think of shit. Ambition. Right now. Like yeah, like ambition. It's like he's got ideas and he's he's. I don't know. He's just very well written. You know who My brain is well working. And who's also the best protagonist to ever grace our screens? The Crimson Chin. Here comes the Crimson Chin. No. Samwise Gamgee. Bet. He was a champion. Absolute champion. Best I don't boy. give a he fuck. He was a boy. I don't give a fuck what anybody says about Lord of the Rings. Frodo and Aragorn are not the heroes of that fucking movie. Frodo can suck a dick. <laughs> it's Samwise motherfucking Gamgee, bro. Talk about like a best friend for literally life. Like, if I ever, <laughs> if I ever spiral. the definition of Ryder. Bro, I? like if I ever spiraled down like into madness and I was just going on this godforsaken journey for no stupid fucking reason, I would want one of you boys that are with me to like keep me alive come on Mr. Frodo, Frodo Travis, I Travis, can't carry it for you that's what we but do I can't carry you every day Travis Frodo couldn't have done it by himself it's 2021 if you spiral into madness we'll be there for you after you get out of the institution thank you and I'll just pretend you're there in the institution <laughs> with me hell for all we know you might think we actually are there you're we're in the not institution even here right, right now. now you never took off your VR heads that time I'm still in the matrix oh god there's too many levels Fucking metaverse. Yeah, so we got VR headsets. Yeah. So we are we are the protagonists of our own lives now. Me, me entire We're gonna play Sword Art Online together. Me entire single handedly crafting the Ooh, metaverse. Speaking of Sword Art Online, let's talk about shitty protagonists. <laughs> oh. oh yes. So <laughs> that got him. one of the worst cool. protagonist tropes is the overpowered protagonist. Mary it's Sue. Not done well. Superman. Oh, Ray Skywalker. <laughs> yeah. Hot takes. <laughs> You can do an overpowered protagonist well, but it's hard, and a lot of the times it just it's uninteresting. Because why do I give a damn about this person's like fight or what they're trying to do if I just they're just gonna walk in and just dick slap everything? There's gotta be stakes. It's like there's there's a there's an anime that I watched. Uh, it some people hate it. I like it a lot for certain reasons, which I'm about to get into shortly. Um, it's called Re Zero. And it's, it's a fucking isekai, so, like, what do you expect? But my man fucking dies, goes to another world, but you don't have to worry about him dying because every time he dies, his world resets, like a time loop type thing. Oh, every, fuck time loops. And every now and then he'll hit, like, a checkpoint, basically, right? But he feels the pain of dying, like, every fucking time. And, like, you're seeing this guy, like, lose his sanity, like, from, like, getting, like, disemboweled and shit, like, 12 times, trying to, like save one of his friends and stuff. Yeah. And the, the psychological effect that it has on him is like, it's, it's pretty hardcore. Like it, it fucking, that's what makes the show shine a lot. Yeah. Cause yeah, there's no, you're like, Oh, there's no stakes. He's never going to actually die. But the thing is like, he might fail to save his friends. He, he's dying. 
he's coming back to life, but he's dying. And he remembers everything. Like, he remembers yeah. the pain. He remembers the pain. He, there, there are times where, like, he goes through the same loop, like, 20 times because he's, like, literally just, like, a sobbing mess in bed because he's, like... Yeah, I was literally going to say, like, I watched a few episodes, the first few episodes of that, and, mm-hmm. like, after he finally gets it in the house and fucking, yeah. what's his name? What's her name? was like, yeah, come lay down. And he fucking breaks down. He starts like, crying. Oh, God, that's rough, bro. It's, it's good. It's a good show. It's really good. I really want to revisit it and actually finish it. Uh, me and Ty actually recently watched an anime. Well, Ty finished it. I have oh, Baki. Baki. No spoilers. Um, Good no, an- not, great not really. Fucking, great show. Dude, it's amazing so far. Except for I'm, the 3D, the 3D animation yeah, stuff. Yeah. When they fight, it, God, it's terrible. 3D animation. It's great, it's but it's a terrible. meme. I hate it. Yeah. I hate it so much. But it's a meme. The show's a meme. It's great. It is, but it's but a meme. I just wanted to. I wanted to mention though something about like protagonists that you just fucking hate. Like, not hate because they're written bad. You hate because they're just fucking assholes. Uh, like Yujiro uh, Baki's dad yeah like he's obviously like the strongest beast on the planet <coughs> and you hate him because he's just an asshole but he's a protagonist to an extent because like he's he's in it for the right means aside from how he treats his fucking son um, <laughs> Baki's just a good protagonist in my opinion like most of the fucking he's anime he's basic though he, he's basic but like most of the anime doesn't even focus on him. Like it focuses on the, the side characters. It focuses more on the side characters. It yeah. almost makes Baki a side character. I mean, but there's a, there's a lot of great shows where the side Baki's characters. Baki's just a plot point to get them there. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, yeah. I watched the same. I watched the show also, and like that, there was one point where they went like two episodes without showing Baki. Yeah, all. exactly. And, but it's like it's like they do that, and then whatever they do, you're reminded who he is, mm-hmm. um, which is also really interesting because like. Um, uh, another like trope you know to heroes oh they gotta protect the girl it's always about the girl I mean so many superheroes that sin- it's been a thing since like fucking Romeo and Juliet like or I don't know, think that applies not Romeo and Juliet like I was thinking of, of uh, the girl of the, 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 the girl in distress in the tower I was like it always it's the guy saving the girl from the dragon like heroes are always defending the women like that's how it's always written I feel like that's like falling out of practice though like hardcore yeah it's starting to dissolve well like he you know he had his love interest and everything and then like oh he's getting his ass beat well somebody kidnaps his woman and suddenly he's just the strength of a fucking there's actually a term for that it's called fridging I thought it was called simping (laughs) (laughs) it's like it happens in like a lot of shit a lot of shit I didn't know there was a term for it yeah like killing off the love interest to like yeah to like further the plot for the protagonist it's like killing a character just just to fucking just for them to fucking you know have some emotional development is kind of fucked. Yeah, it's a pretty shallow plot. Point. It can be anyway. it can be done well. Like it's done well. Like in a I don't want to spoil it. So I'm not gonna say what series. But there's a series that I'm watching right now. And it happens in like episode one. But like, dude, I'm pretty much spoiling it because you know what I'm gonna be talking about. It's based on a book series I've read. You already mentioned the series it once just came episode. out. Yeah. But like, it's not really a spoiler because episode fucking one. But it's like, the the they did it. But in the books, he's not married. And the show he is in episode one. And yeah. then, you know, death did them part. But it's like, it makes sense because, like, in the book, he's really mopey. Like, he's kind of sad and, like, he hates weapons. Like, he doesn't want to use weapons because uh, he doesn't want to hurt people. And, like, in the, in a book, you have the time to get the exposition and, like, his thoughts and, like, why he's feeling that, why he's thinking that. And a TV show is like, I need to fit all this shit in one episode. I can't spend 30 minutes on this one guy to explain mm-hmm. why he is the way he is. So I need a visual way of telling that. And they did that, and it, it worked. It works. There's a lot yeah. of people online that kind of hate it because they're like, 
this wasn't how it was in the books. But it's like, dude, you can't. You don't have the time. You can't. You can't adapt things one to one every single time you do something. No. So I think it was well executed the way they did it. But yeah, that, that that's what it's called. It's called like fridging or something. Yeah. It's yeah. You're right. It's called fridging. Um. You know who else is also a shitty protagonist? The motherfucker from Squid Games. Dude, I, I hate him so much, that. bro. Me neither. Has anyone watched Arcane yet? No, but no. I'm also not a League fan. So I don't no, really I mean. Neither am I. I mean, it's still a good show. Like, the game has nothing to do with the show. So I've been told, but, like, I feel like the only reason I would watch it is if I was a League fan. I'm going to check Brit- it out. That's, That's fair. Britain plays League. I, I don't remember the last time I played League. The only thing of League that I play is uh, Team Fight Tactics. I fuck around and, like, just co-op. Yeah. Or co-op, uh, co-op versus AI. But, uh, but I'm going to... I, wa- is... I want to roll it back Sorry. to Seong... Uh, to Ji-hun or the fuck you yeah it's some Ji-hun yeah uh, that dude's a fucking shitty protagonist dude he's bro. such a like, shitbag such a fucking dick we dude. were talking about it like remember we were talking about I was I, I texted you or I was in the chat and I added you and I was like dude I literally had to like skip forward parts of like yeah. some of the first episodes cause I'm just like I can't for those of y'all that don't know, Ty and I have been talking about doing a Squid Games episode, but it just hasn't come to fruition yet. So here you go. This is it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I, I kept skipping parts because I was like, dude, I'm just, I was cringing because he's just such, such, he's an awful yeah, person. Dude, he's just a fucking dick bag, bro. Like, like yeah, he sort of like half-ass redeems and then like fucks it back up again. Like it's yeah. just, I don't, I don't like him. Yeah. That, that was my least favorite part about Squid Games was the protagonist. Yeah, he. I I'd argue that like he didn't even really have a redemption per se because I mean like his like moment to like become a decent guy and like avenge uh, the the girl like by killing his, his friend. He didn't. He let him, he spared him. I'm like no, fuck that. Kill the dude. Like, well, like that, that, you're already a shitbag, bro. Just kill the dude. I think that part was meant to be like sort of part of his redemption. But I, I don't know. I, I guess. Don't, I don't know. I felt like that was a shitty way of doing it. Just like. I feel like the premise was good, but the characters weren't. Personally, like there were some good characters in there. Like I liked the old man. I liked uh, the girl and like the other girl. Uh, Ali was good. I mean, who was Muhammad that? Ali. Oh no, uh, yeah, that that dude was a uh, Chad yeah. among yeah. Chads. I liked Ali. He was. I was. I cried big time. I cried big time when Ali died. I know. That's another thing that if is a good protagonist if he can make you cry. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, dude. By that logic, the fitness gram pacer test is a protagonist and is good at it. That made you that cry. Makes my dad a protagonist. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. <laughs> we we should. You know what that means, Brady? No. Because you're against your dad, you're the villain. This is my this is my villain arc. <laughs> this is my origin story. Your you're like your the jonkler. Do you guys think movie it? Jonkler. Do you guys think it takes away from a character whenever an antagonist becomes a protagonist? No. 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 So there are some great the examples about Fucking that. Fucking antiheroes are my favorite the goddamn bit of uh, easy media. easy clap Zuko. That's what I was about to say. Uh, I, was about to say well, I forgot his name, so I was going to say dickhead from uh, Avatar. But yeah, I <clears> fucking <throat> love antiheroes. Yeah. In my opinion, antiheroes are better than normal protagonists. Just because. I don't like the whole protagonist trope where it's just like I'm just a good guy and I'm out here just trying to save the world. Like, there's gotta be yeah, a I think reason. It's really old. Bro, I think like, there needs to be a reason. You have for... some ulterior motives here. Like, maybe yeah. if you save the world, you get like a billion fucking dollars and you just want to be rich. So by Hell that logic, yeah. you could argue that Vegeta is a better prota- uh, protagonist than yes. Goku. Oh, 100%. Because yes. yes. Vegeta like had 100%. a change of heart and decided that family and 
friends was more important to him than conquering and being the most powerful. Although, although he still has a, you know, a fucking... In a superior ego problem. Yeah, he's got an ego complex. He's got, he's got an issue complex. with, like, Goku yeah. trying to, like, you know, fucking beef up with him, but... Nah. I mean, conversely, some of the best villains are guys that used to be, like, the good guys. Darth Vader. Yeah. Uh, no. Fucking... Uh, Stormlight Archives, Moash. Fuck you. You know what we should have done? We should have watched Bad Boys for this because apparently there's like a good play on what actually constitutes like a protagonist and antagonist because like the superheroes are supposed to be like kind of shitty people. You mean the boys? You said bad boys, like like Mar- like not Martin Lawrence, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah, Martin, Martin Lawrence. Lawrence. Yeah, yeah Martin <laughs> I was like bad boys. I was like, dude, I was digging bad the boys. Bad boys. I was digging what bad boys. The boys. I was yeah. actually yeah. recommending the boys. With the copyright. I was actually recommending The Boys to my girlfriend today because yeah. it is really good. Yeah, is, I haven't yeah. watched it, but I've heard it's really good. It's Ooh. just I hate watching TV shows. It's really good. Yeah. It's, it's worth, it. worth it. Like we literally, I, when I brought up Arcane, I didn't sit down like like just throughout the week. Me and my friend literally binged it all night last night. Yeah, I was that's done. We were done with it by like, like four in the morning. Damn. Yeah, we literally we like sat down at like seven, watched all of it. Top tier show. Is yeah, Boys is good. It's, yeah, because. So yeah, that's just what I've heard from my boss. Man. You <laughs> uh, say like, y'all are boys like that, huh? Yeah. Hell yeah. No, no we're not. I don't fucking talk to that it, asshole anymore. It's good because like it's kinda of like Watchmen where it's like, you know, the heroes aren't exactly all they're cracked out to be. Yeah, you know? they're like they're still people. Yeah, and yeah. admittedly a lot of them are bad people, but also the boys is good at showing like uh like a bunch of like political shit, but like in a way where it sh- makes fun of like like, like at one point there's a character that's gay, and this company forces her to admit she's gay and tries to control her relationship to show, to like televise it to show that they support gay people, oh, and she yeah. and like she's getting fucking pissed off. So it's, it's showing the stupidity of taking advantage of like LGBT people mm-hmm. for your company's PR. When they could have just went the easy route and just made it like, oh no, she's got a girlfriend. People don't like her because of that. It's like, no, there's not any of that in the show. It's she's got a girlfriend and her company's trying to take advantage of it to make fucking money off of her. Like it, it's cool because it shows like the inverse of what you'd expect from like TV shows. That you I mean, that's watch. exactly what happens. What's happening in uh, advertisements now? Yeah, like there is it's exploitation. Yeah, exactly. What it is. Exactly what it is. But uh, if Travis is done playing card games over there, he's doing he's doing fucking magic Travis tricks. Is trying to send you to the he's trying to be Travis an doing magic trick. Did it, was that your card? Yes, that is. But uh, I forgot what I was gonna say. I was I had something going off of that. But yeah, Travis over here fucking around. He had a silly goofy mood today. Yeah, very goofy. He's a silly goofy boy. I, just, I miss you guys. I haven't seen our extremely goofy movie. <laughs> An extremely goofy movie. He said podcast. You mean hangout session? Hell yeah, brother. I mean that's what this we really is. We need to have is. another fucking party, dog. Uh, Friendsgiving cash. weekend after Thanksgiving. Oh fuck yeah. Potluck. Potluck. What does that mean again? Bring bring, bring a dish. Bring a dish. Britain. That means potato cash soup. Money. Green bean casserole. It's gonna be fire. That'd be cool if Thomas brought some more of that amazing salsa he brought. Last time. <laughs> okay, you so guys, I, I gotta, I gotta you tell guys the bring story. the luck. I'll bring the other. Oh no! <laughs> I'll bring the other. I I gotta tell the story. So I made uh, homemade salsa specifically for Friendsgiving last year, right? 
I had also sorry I didn't my wife just made spaghetti with some fucking prego right and she put the rest of it in a Tupperware that looked exactly like the one I put the salsa in and we were in a rush leaving and I just I saw red sauce I grabbed it and everybody was like trying to be real champions. No, we about were so it. drunk. We we thought we're like you know this I is pretty dead good. I thought it was just really sweet. Sauce. And so and, and then uh, except for Donnie, Donnie was just like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> he's he's a salsa connoisseur. And like because he wasn't drunk, and yeah. so he, he's eating. And I ate it. And I'm like, "That's there's something not right See, there." Th- this friend's getting his Thomas's redemption arc. What it was was uh, it was just the the marinara sauce. Straight marinara. They, they were just eating marinara sauce on chips. Oh yeah, bro. You know, you know. Else it was, was actually good? pretty. Fucking I had to good. eat so much salsa okay. by hey, myself. I hey. made, I made so much. I will say on that. I literally said while eating it, this would taste good on pizza. <laughs> so in a way, my inner soberness knew <laughs> it was wrong. <laughs> you know, like another good thing about protagonists is like when they actually grow by the end of the show. Uh, one thing I don't like watching is like like Ant Man. <laughs> I, I, I don't like watching like when a protagonist has a flaw they do something to overcome it and they revert back to the same flaw yeah because like, there's a there's shows i like where that happens but it's like i it's bothers the fuck out of me like tokyo revengers one like it's a great show but he does revert back to his bullshit pretty often uh a, a good example of that not happening is parasite mm. how he grows by the end of that show Right. Ooh, that's 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 a good one. That's a fucking good one, boys. I, so I many shows I need to finish watching. God, what, what was the little thing's name? Um, Migi. Migi was it yeah. Migi? Oh my god! Just by the end of it, like even like how a simple-minded creature can just turn around and decide like on its own being that I don't know. It was just powerful. It was a very powerful message in the whole series. Great, great series, honestly. <laughs> Is that the anime you showed me with like the dude has like the talking hand or whatever? Yeah, okay. yeah. It's it's honestly really good. I love it. <coughs> yeah, I think you showed me like a couple, like an episode or two of it. It's pretty funny too. Like it's it's not like over comical like a lot of anime of that like style is. Um, it, it's actually fun. Oh. Um, but no, it's it's really good. It's my hit man. It's coming to kill me. Can you kill us too? Yeah, uh, I only hired him for me. Sorry. Oh, I'll I'll tip him. I'm gonna take <laughs> Britain. Britain. I I have never wanted to take a bullet for you more in my entire life. Ima- imagine a, del- a delivery like hitman service. It's like door slash or something. Door slash. <laughs> imagine being a hitman. Like you go in, you kill somebody's friend, and they're just like, "Dude, that was a nice headshot. Here's a 20. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Did a good job. Bro, imagine fucking Twitch streaming. <laughs> You're in a <laughs> Wait, this isn't. <laughs> Wait, I took my VR headset off. Oh shit. <laughs> oh no. This isn't Pavlov. Bro, if you do a 360 no scope on that dude, I'll give you subs. <laughs> <laughs> I give you 100 gems. You want to hear a real life protagonist? Elon Musk. No. No. Yeah, no, he gets a lot of he's shit. He's just a rich guy. He's just, yeah. He's the closest thing we have to, like, Iron Man, like, to Tony Stark. Which no. Tony Stark is admittedly, like, just a shitty, at first, a shitty protagonist. He's just a shitty guy. Like, he was selling fucking weapons, like, to the Middle East. Like, he only cared about himself and money. He didn't sell them to the Middle East. Yes, he yeah, did. He, he, he sold them he, to his company did. the He's, United States government. The other guy who was no, he helping was, he run was the providing company, weapons Jibidai. to both sides. Like, there were weapons. Are we, t- are we talking about comics well, I mean, or movies? Like, he is right. I mean, like, Tony didn't know that Honestly. his... 
He didn't know, know the weapons were going to the Middle yeah, East. Yeah, that, that was part of the plot. Yeah. That was being done outside of Yeah, he knowledge. didn't know that. But still, I, I don't know. He's... In fact, that was part of the reason that he stopped making weapons is because he realized that that's what one of the... He almost got blown up by one of his own fucking missiles. Yeah, that's right. That's why, like, he looks at it when it lands and he's like, Wait, I'm about to wait, 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 wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. I know what that thing can do. I was trying to think of any other guys from like the MCU because nobody like really said anything about it. We uh, about I, tr- I try to avoid referencing the MCU too much because like I, I do like Marvel. I mean, yeah, but it's like I'd, I like to reference things because there's a lot of good shit out there, and it's like like I'll reference Parasite. There might be someone listening who's never watched that, and you're like, yeah. oh, maybe I'll go check that out. If I reference the MCU, they're like, oh, that's something that I've seen three times. Yeah, it's not, yeah. there's yeah. not much, are relatable. Yeah, there's not much about the MCU that hasn't been said in the last ten years that we could really add any. Oh, two, you know. Yeah, but you know what I can, you know what protagonist I can bring up that <clears throat> it's gonna leave you guys saying what? I believe that. Forrest Gump. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> huh? I will not elaborate any further. <laughs> I refuse to elaborate. No. But I mean, he really is. He's a great protagonist. I mean, dude, like against all odds, made a fucking life for himself. What? I mean, you're right. I mean, made a life for himself is strong wording he kind of just lucked into pretty much everything that's that's also true yeah yeah eh. like literally almost everything he has fell into his lap that's the including his multi-million dollar shrimp company i mean he somehow didn't get aids that's pretty cool <laughs> that's pretty that's an accomplishment yeah, that, that, that's also luck based <laughs> he was also he, he was literally Dallas in plot, plot armor <laughs> the only things. thing he did for himself was that ping pong championship <laughs> that's because he's autistic same same that's why we like ping pong we're gonna so get cancelled <laughs> <laughs> no we can't get cancelled finally we've already, we've already been over this VR ping pong <laughs> we have two episodes explicitly called you can't cancel what isn't real and please don't cancel us. <laughs> we can't be canceled. We're just joking, please. <laughs> no, cancel culture can't get you if you acknowledge cancel culture. That's just the way it is. False. What? True. It, it can still work. Swear can't God. stop anybody from listening to us if nobody listens to us. That's also true. Amen. True. Oh, uh, speaking of listening to you us. You hear that, Dakota? You're uh, nobody. I was about to say, verbal shout out to Dakota. She messaged me. What the fuck was that? That was almost this bad. Screen. I thought we just. Lost I would have fucking left. The it was whole, just a TV screen, though. The TV, the TV that we're using for a monitor, just shut the fuck off, and we thought the computer just shut off for a second. I would have left. Yeah, like I would not have rewarded this episode. <laughs> like forty minutes of it. It's like I, I don't know about you guys, but I'm like I'm drinking a fucking energy drink right now. I'm tired as fuck. Yeah, no, Cheers. I just drink to that. That would have just been. Yeah. That would have just been a botched episode. Like I'm not. I'm not redoing it. <laughs> uh, Thank you, Dakota, for listening and uh, submitting the code word last week. Um, it means a lot that you're still listening to us this far. She's <laughs> our protagonist. Honest to God. For real, She's bro. She's been here for us. Um, yeah, fuck you, Emily. She is our rock. Oh. Damn, bro. Poor Emily. Dakota, Emily, don't be a protagonist. <laughs> be an anti-hero. Anti-heroes are cooler than just... I mean, when like you really Deadpool. think about it, she does harass us. The only thing we would furries. She has thing. said mean things to me in the Twitter DM, so I mean, she is an anti-hero. She did send that fucking furry meme and that furry question at one point, so yeah. she's She truly is an anti-hero. She's more of a villain at this point. <laughs> she's our joker. She's the, si- she's the silliest Society. battle that God Dakota, gave to us sad Dakota, clowns. Your code, your code word for this episode is society. Bonus points if you do Joker makeup. Bonus bonus points if you submit a meme with it. 
bonus, bonus, bonus points. Yeah. If you tell Travis that he to can't memes? have the last bonus. Yeah, we need to do more memes. Yeah, yeah. Dakota, get on the memes. <laughs> Emily, get on your memes. Yeah, we're yes. not going to do they any do work. make memes. We, we sit need here to, and though. we slave over microphones for an hour for you. you know, we show up here every <laughs> week for, for you. you. <laughs> just you like, too. honestly, we're joking about it, but that's dead. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is hard, dude. Like, sometimes it's, like, hard to talk about yeah, shit. Yeah, you know how many times we have to cut out what the fuck I say? Like, this shit's hard. <laughs> we had to do it, like, three times this episode. Yeah, I said them things. <laughs> I you really, know? like, expected this one to be, like, as much, like, exposition as the villain episode, but, like... We, well, we tried to cut back on that. There's just... There's not... There's not much you can say about protagonists. Protagonists are just, I mean, they're, they're There's different. a that's lot what, you can that's say. That's what I'm saying. It's, like, not it's a lot more to make a good protagonist or good yeah. antagonist than there See, is a good I, protagonist. I, I disagree. I, I just think right now my brain is stupid and I can't think I of things. I fucking feel that, dog. <laughs> that's a fucking big mood. All right. Well, uh, if, you don't, if you guys don't have anything else to say, I think it's time for a word from our sponsor this week. I'll have something else to say after the sponsor, maybe. I probably won't. <laughs> All right, well, sponsor time. Hello, loyal followers. On the first day after the bombs, the plant sprouted, and yay, there were beans. There's been a lot of talk today about what makes a good protagonist, and I'm here to let you know that beans are the greatest hero you'll ever have. In the darkest of nights, there's beans. In the coldest of winters, beans. In the blazing inferno of a sauna, beans. Always remember, they say that a hero can save us. Beans aren't going to stand here and wait. Balls. Thanks, being on, being on the on envelopes. <laughs> being on, being on. That gave me chills. That was a that was a wonderful fucking commercial. Help. Ty's having a fucking stroke. I need more beans. Modulence. Help! <laughs> I ate a bad can. Call it bean bean envelope. No, 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 no. Ambulance. You know. You know. <laughs> Child protagonists. <laughs> Let's talk about those. <laughs> yes. Where's where rapist? A child. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> no. Dude, like, uh, so I have a thing about child protagonists because, like, Brady said earlier, he's like, you know, honestly, some of the best protagonists are child protagonists. And I, I agree, but not in anime, with exceptions. Promise Neverland, very good show. All children, yeah. Full Metal well, Alchemist, fair. That was good. Are they? Fair. children? Eric is seven. Dragon Ball. Oh, they're children. I mean, yeah, Eric. Yeah, Dragon Eric's Ball. fourteen, and then Alphonse uh, yeah. is twelve. Yeah, it's I just like they're so young. Code Lyoko. <laughs> God damn it! It's like <laughs> one, once anime, once they start getting like sexualized, it's a problem. Code and and that happens a lot in fucking anime. <laughs> top it, like in kidnap. Kid, I, I did not mean to say that immediately after sexualized. <laughs> <laughs> the sexualized sentence in the code name Kizak Sorcerer should not have been in the next same door. sentence. Like in the same area. In this video essay, we will explain. <laughs> We're deviants. We Damn, you just dropped a hammer on your foot. Didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> this place is chaos. 
Why he had a hammer, you ask? This fucking Mind your business. into this room because we can't keep this shit straight. The code word for this episode is cataclysm. Bean envelope. <laughs> I fucked that one up. Or cataclysm. <laughs> but no, but yeah, there, there are some great child protagonists like uh, Stand By Me cast guys. Oh, yeah, uh, that's good. Goonies. Goonies? Fucking Goonies. Goonies. It? All right, let's be real. Uh, what, what what's that show that everyone likes? Uh, the Netflix show. Um, Codename Kids Next Door. No. Um, Codename Kids Next Door. The one with the upside down. Oh, uh, Stranger Things. Uh, Stranger yeah, that one. Yeah, 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 that, yeah that one's yeah, good. Yeah. Good shit. I forgot it for some reason, but I couldn't think of it. At, yeah, at all. Brains not due tonight. <laughs> I don't know why we're like explicitly talking about just kids. Let's talk about old people protagonists. No, old but, people uh, born. <laughs> Harry uh, Potter. I mean, no, despite no despite what you guys think of the movies, I mean. No, you're right. No, <laughs> he's gonna shoot you with. It's not. Moon. It's not Harry Potter. I have a problem with. It's the fandom. I, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like Disney adults. No, you know. I mean, let's talk about <clears throat> Twilight for a minute, okay? Oh, we have a Twilight mega fan in here. So. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> what team are you? I bet you team Jacob. Uh, team Charlie. Oh, Who's you're that? one of those weird guys. <laughs> who's Who's Charlie? That's Demilio. <laughs> Oh, the one that's like, oh god, there's another fucking killer bear on the loose. I like that oh. guy. <laughs> Wait, awesome. Team I thought he Charlie, meant- you want her to get with her dad? Oh, shut the fuck you up, you fucking pervert. <sighs> At least she's not a child. <laughs> Fair. Uh-huh. I thought he meant Team Charlie D'Amelio. <laughs> I don't know who that is. I'm more Team Bella Porch myself. Bella Porch. Are we? Talking about, is those porn names? No, they're TikTokers. Well, almost. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's the difference? You right. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, like, we were talking earlier about, like, the, you know, Darren Shan and, like, the Demonata series. I mean, those were also portrayed as children antagon- or protagonists. Um, again, they did a good job. I mean, fuck it, bro. Like, there, there's so many, like, there's so many kids that fall into that category, bro. Like, fucking... Artemis Fell. Yeah, that was that was fire when I was young. Charlie no, was not, not, yeah. not a good protagonist. Percy, Percy Jackson? No, he was. He was. Yeah. He was so fucking full of himself. No, he was. Yeah, he. Yeah, no, he, you're he, you're he not was, wrong. I'm agreeing with you, but he was also a good protagonist. Yeah, I don't think so. I think it was great. He was a he was a foil for uh, the the fairy lady. Oh, what I, it's the been fuck? so long. I don't we, remember shit about. I just remember it so much. We're talking about Suka, fucking Aang. Oh yeah, from yeah. Avatar, yeah. like. I, I, Avatar I, really see, I did not really feel like Aang was all that great of a protagonist either. What from the like, fuck? From like a viewership standpoint, I do not like the white knighty protagonist. I don't. That's well, I mean, fair. That's, that's fair. He, he that's more of an opinion than it is like a bad protagonist. What? what is, that's the, all that is is an opinion. Yeah, that's kind there of There is no it's, fact of whether something's okay, bad or good. It's safe. I guess. Say, I mean, Tom, that's Thomas fair. Is, Thomas is wrong. Listen, we can all agree Thomas is wrong. No, no, no. I felt like Cora was a better protagonist because she had so much more character development. I'm with you. I'm with you. Like, because I agree. I, I, I don't like the kind of like we said during the antagonist. Like, we don't like evil for evil's sake. Like, I don't want. I don't like good for good's sake. Well, he was a monk. That's kind of like his. Yeah, no. I'm saying generalize, not just Avatar. Yeah, regardless. Well, no. I'm just saying like the justification. It's boring. Not so he, like how he, was he boring? Like he figured out how to defeat all these people without just without beating the shit kill. out of them. Yeah, yeah like, without having to kill. Like that was this thing. Everybody told him that he was gonna have to kill the fire. That he also mastered the like something that takes 
people literal years An to do. An entire lifetime. And he did it yeah. in like, like the span of like, like what two years? years? Yeah. yeah. Well, he's cool. We're uh, like he's cool, but like I do, th- I do think if he had a little bit more like, well, like the whole nuance, like, it would be more interesting. Yeah, like he, he was thing, fighting like, with himself the entire time. Yeah. Generations behind him. Like, all right, I'm gonna I'm move over on this side now. Fuck the glasses, crew. I'm okay, because like, like I get it, I get it, but at the same time, like we're you're all talking about like this one specific part of the end where he's worried about fighting the fire. No, 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 no. no I'm talking about the entire series. His entire series is conflict between him and himself trying to go against like his morals, like what he was raised up doing and what he knows he should do, and what the world has actually fallen to. Like if you look into the lore behind the world, it's like whenever he before he was frozen, the world is falling into a completely different dynamic than it was when he woke up, and now he's having to come to reality that I'm the last, I'm the Avatar, and the world is absolute pure fucking chaos now, and I'm having to come to the realization that I'm gonna have to do shit I don't want to do. And he's going through the entire series, like, fighting that conflict, that internal conflict. And he's getting the shit beat out of him along the way. He's losing people close to him along the way. And at the very end, he stuck to his fucking gut. He did what he knew was right. And he walked away victorious for something that literally past Avatar sold him was impossible. I still kind of felt like it was a cop-out. I, I don't think it was a cop-out. It, was a, it ended a way that well, Killing him would be a cop-out. Yeah, that's because like, that's the way it led up that it was going Yeah. Through. But he didn't. He didn't kill him. Yeah, he like you whole, wanted him. To the die. whole point, like, like when he was on the back of the turtle, like before he fought Ozai, and like he's meditating and talking to all the past avatars, and Kyoshi pops up, was like, Merc's ass, fucking Merc's ass, and then even <laughs> even uh, Avatar uh, was it Avatar Roku the, the, was like the, was like. I, I, I would try to find a different way, but, but I mean, no sometimes way. there's no you other gotta way. You got to do what you got to do. do. There, was, there, was even another, was like, there was even another airbender monk that was like, look, your responsibility to the world comes before like yeah. the other shit. And like, okay, what I mean by cop-out is that by all known like logic, there was no way for him to do this without killing him. And then all of a sudden, fucking Lion Turtle shows up and gives him even more magic superpowers so it sort so of felt like well, they they build up it the felt, entire. It felt like it felt like he did not really. No, they, he was gonna. People, you, no, the turtle was trying to give him the avatar state, and he rejected it because he loved Katara. That's he, the guru. Yeah, the am guru, I mixing the, two things? Up? The guru fixes avatar. At the very end, the guru fixes. He, You're right. I he, thought he, he's was meditating. Right. The turtle gave him the ability. On this lion turtle, and the lion turtle's like, "Oh yeah, why don't you just do this, nerd?" And just gave him the ability, and that's it. I'm really liking the energy in this. They video they right now. talked about in a whole series before though people losing their abilities, like it's it, the the ability to do it isn't just like your innate is born with you. It's something yeah. like given to you. Yeah, he and didn't that, just like get the ability. That, like, the turtle was like basically in, like showing like the embodiment of like. This is the universe, and this is the universe's ability to give. I'm giving you the ability to take. And it was like him coming to a sense of enlightenment. He came to a sense that very few, because not every avatar has been able to do it. I think there's like a handful of maybe like one other has been ever able to take the somebody's bending away from them. Yeah, it was, it was the original avatar. Yeah, it was, I, I, I he was like called that enlightenment because like he didn't necessarily get forced to come to terms with the problem at hand. He was just given an alternative way out. He, that even, he didn't. He was still really, given that way out, even though everybody. If, he, if he'd have fought and struggled and like hunted down a way to do it, that'd be one thing. But okay, he well, just sat there endlessly asking the same question over and over until finally somebody. Finally, he just re, just was like, "Oh, by the way, here you go." Let me let me put this in perspective to you, real quick, Thomas. Imagine like you know the states we live in and everything. Imagine if another country just fucking invaded us, killed so many of your family and friends, right? 
and suddenly you come to this alignment, you're you're a monk figure, or whatever, and everybody's telling you, hey, that fucker who led this charge that killed all of your family, he needs to fucking die. Okay, well, let me speak to my monks who trained me not to kill people. Hey, monks, what should I do? Yeah, you should fucking kill this guy. Well, shit, the world wants me to kill this guy, and now you're facing him, right? Now it's the fucking eclipse or whatever it was. I think it was an eclipse. Now you now's your opportunity. The whole it world was the comet. The comet. So it was the, the comet. comet. That, so it, was it was a comet. comet. Yeah, and the whole world's like rubbing your shoulders. Like, yeah, get up there and kill him. Yeah, you're you're the avatar now. You've got it. You know. And he gets up there and he goes into this battle. You go into this battle and you're like, the world wants me to kill this man. I'm the only one who opposes killing him. I have a decision to make. What would you do? I don't think that he was the only one that was opposed to killing him either. There, there's like, probably a few I, others who didn't want are, him to die, but the world that's that families that have burned. want people to just die. He was like, the equivalent in that world to Adolf Hitler. He had done so well, many yeah. terrible things. And if you are facing this, this fucking entity that is just... And he was powerful, too. He had the ability but, to do but it. But what I'm saying and is... And now on like, this comment, yes, he would have done it. Yeah, Yes, like Aang went through this whole crisis thing, and he found a way to do it, but he didn't really find it. He just fucking stumbled into it. I... I think you're you're hanging up on more of like the lion turtle touching his head and be like you have the ability now and forgetting the whole part that like he went through and relived pretty much the whole life of the original Avatar in that time span and like he that ang- was Korra was that Korra yes bro I don't know enough about Avatar to be well, in this conversation no, I'm straight chilling dog yeah from previous Avatars as well I just watched he some reruns on Nickelodeon when I was a kid yeah it's fucking good it's a good watch oh, to sit down yeah. and just go through it all that's, I mean, yeah. it's a fucking top regardless uh-huh. I need to watch it all he the way he sat there and he asked like five Avatars he's like hey what should I do and they're like look man here's the thing kill him if you don't kill him he's just gonna keep doing bad shit it's not gonna stop Yes, and he didn't kill him. He did the because, exact opposite because he so literally good. just stumbled into a lion turtle. He was lion turtle was like, "Oh yeah, don't you know?" Do you here, think you he stumbled do into it, or do you think there was more like? Um, I don't think that Aang directly caused himself to stumble into that lion turtle. No, no, but do you think the lion well, turtle? Yeah, had the only reason he had... ended up on the lion turtle is because it was looking for Momo. Momo, that was when Momo. So, ran so away. like I said, I don't he know a lot about Avatar. Stumbled into it, but it sounds sort of like a like a, you know like a Deus Ex Machina type shit, where it's just like, hey, we need a solution to the problem for plot. It's not the story is yeah, so well written, and Thomas is like, well, he's taking now that I know that I have my, uh, I, I was thinking of Korra instead of Avatar. Like my kind of stance on that does change because like. My whole backup for that was something that happened to a completely different person, but I mean... Yeah. <laughs> like I said, I don't know enough to... This is what it sounds like from I'm, what I'm hearing. I, I'm going to I'm gonna go with Thomas and say that he's it. right, but I mean, like, I, I do feel like that was Aang, but I mean, I, 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 just, I, I just, haven't watched it recently enough to, to remember. Do I, do I appreciate Aang's struggle with it? Yes. The do I feel like the he like, was directly responsible for his ability to not have to kill the, the Fire Lord? No. The lead-up, if I remember correctly, and I really feel like this is factual um, of him meeting the lion turtle was like not so much coincidence as much as it was like a fake compelled thing um, it which, was almost which is like it wasn't coincidence it was providence fake yeah that it is was, literally day, that day is now. deus yeah, ex I mean, machina like that which is means, once again that ang had nothing to do with it if it was destined to happen like yes yeah, the, the to touch happen. of god it's like it's like if if that, was the, if that was the only sense of fate, though, in the entire series, other than Aang absolutely But that is disappointing, though. Like, we're not saying the show is invalid because of that. It's just, like, 
shit like that is annoying and you can say it's annoying and still like the show it's sure. like it's like if you were watching Die Hard and like my guys killing all these terrorists trying to save like Nakatomi Plaza and all that shit and at the very end before he goes and fights the last guy like some dude just comes out of the air duct and he's like oh hey that dude's got a bomb collar on his neck here's the button if you press it he dies it's like oh thanks before I concede on my point we're all gonna watch the, so, the Avatar series again <laughs> I mean I'm down but before you go into it Thomas I mean I feel like one thing that could have saved this uh, was like if they played more into the whole Z- when the, uh, Zuko was showing him how to firebend and Zuko just completely lost his ability to fire firebend because he had swap sides. And they, you know, when they go to do the dance with the dragons and everything, and uh, <clears throat> Zuko was like, I lost my firebending abilities because the source of the, his fire, the, the was, of his fire was his hatred for Aang yeah. and his need to hunt Aang. And then once he swapped sides, he was like, well, I don't need that anymore. So he couldn't firebend anymore. And then he his hatred kind of deviated towards his father and I feel like if they did like the whole like benders have the ability to lose their bending if they uh, lose their drive their purpose it could have helped with you know him with the lion turn be like make him lose his purpose touch the motherfucker on the head and now he has the bill I, I, I'll so, go with that so let me put it this way throughout the whole show Aang never gets over that uh just that hang up of not wanting to be aggressive he doesn't want to take charge to take action and do what needs to be done regardless of whether or not he's actually even killing anybody or not he does not want he wants to always talk things out first and that's just not his job it's not his responsibility and he doesn't he never gets over that but i will say that in cora it actually does show a flashback where it does seem that he's gotten over that because uh, you know, spoiler alert for core or whatever. There is a uh, bloodbender that can basically bloodbend with his mind. Yeah, and he just and uh, when, when Ang <laughs> when Ang like goes after him, Ang goes after this guy yeah. like he no holds that man bar, pretzel. <laughs> no holds bar. Like just chases after him, hunts him down, beats the hell out of him, and then takes his bending away. And that's that is a different Ang than what we used to saw, where the first yeah. Ang would be like, "Let's talk about this." No, we don't have. To, it doesn't have to be this way. But instead of just beating this guy down, taking his bending, and being done with it. So I'm not going to say that this is in any way like still not like basically plot armor or in this case like a plot sword. Um, but I'm just going to read this quick excerpt from online that explains a little bit of why he was given that ability. It's a short paragraph. Okay. Um, I'm just hoping this like maybe changes your opinion on this a little bit. Um, so the lion, the lion turtle teaching Aang about the nature of energy bending. Um, and energy bending turns out to be a form of bending as well. Um, excerpt in the era before the avatar we bent not the elements but the energy within ourselves to bend another's energy your own spirit must be unbendable or you will be corrupted and destroyed energy bending is the ability to bend another person's life life energy it predates the four main bending arts the formation of the four nations as well as the creations of the avatars um but that how does that how does that change the so what it is basically is it's not so much as boink here's a power yeah, First, but, in order but that's for the thing. To, he just like is given that knowledge. Technically, like, anybody can do it. Well, Bob. you're not given the power. Like you just, he's just like, hey, here's for him to be it. able to utilize that within the time, because from the time he learned. Well, I get that. that. Like, yeah, he's got to ha- he's got to be unbendable and shit like that. But, 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 but at the same time, it's like, you know, oh, I'm gearing up for the final fight. Oh, here's here's the exact method you need to use to win right now. Here it is. Like yeah, it, no, it, I, I, it, I see what you're saying. If it was like you know the the best way to execute that would have been like 
pepper hints of that throughout the series so, leading exactly. up. Exactly. He had to, to work fair, to get that knowledge, but he didn't have yeah. to work to get that knowledge. To it be just fair, that's kind of fair. like the fucking Legend of Zelda series. Or the Legend of Zelda fucking game franchise. It's like you go through the whole thing, and then at the very end, you're suddenly given light arrows to take out fucking Ganon. You wouldn't have been able to do it otherwise, but you just suddenly have fucking... Not not to be confused with like the flame arrow, like the light arrows that actually fucking kill them. You don't get that until you're well, in the castle. Those are like yeah. blessed by the goddess Hylia, which Princess Zelda is the physical incarnation of. So you have yeah, to save no, Zelda no to get them. To that other than so. it just took to that point. Like if she wasn't there. Well, there, it's kind of hard to like compare video game logic to I writing know, a story because that's like you gotta you gotta do some fucky shit in games that don't exactly fit storytelling. Like I said, and sometimes, sometimes you gotta fit like the narrative. If Aang would have had to have worked towards getting that ability instead of it just being given to him or if even in the final moment when he used it it hadn't have been this thing where the fire lord just almost completely takes him over and all of a sudden he just bongs right out and just like completely does a complete reversal it would have been better if you'd have watch shown out, like out, a like a this way this way this way this way like an actual struggle a grapple between their ideologies yeah but instead it was just like the fire lord is so strong in his beliefs that he's about to take over Aang and then Aang's all of a sudden just like plot armor bang I win no I mean, I mean it's kind of well, like, like like an Iron Man you know how like Tony like throws the fucking suit onto uh Pam uh the, the lady Pam. yeah to like the save lady. her life but like, so, like but previous you, to that like you know, he's. You've seen him like call the suit to him. Yeah. Imagine if there was like if every single scene, my man was like putting the suit on or having a robot put the suit on every single scene, and then out of nowhere, oh, she's falling from a crane or some shit. I need a way to save her right now. And it's just like, bam. Oh yeah, I've had this the entire See, time. See, it's, it's not like that though to that extent. Have no, you no, no I'm, I'm, I'm being. Uh, I watched some of it, but I'm, I'm being like. You're I'm exaggerating. exaggerating. Yeah, yeah, to illustrate the point, I'm. You're right. I mean, I get that. I guess like I'm just defensive on it because it was a good series, but they do talk about the ability to. Well, take that, that's what I'm saying. Like, it can be a great series, but you can still I acknowledge like the 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 poopy things. The yeah. poopy. No, 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 no. I agree. Yeah. I agree. No, it, trust it, me. It's more a lot more in Cora, and in the way they do it in Cora yeah. is is very good. Which gives goes. She actually has to like earn this ability and like unlock it. No, Legend of Cora was better than. Avatar. It's like, the whole storyline like, I was talking about. I don't know, like, I'm going to say, like, Aang's uh, going through mastering the other elements, that was him working at something. He had to work. I mean, firebending, he never even really mastered by the end of it. But, you know, I'm even glad that they didn't have him really master firebending. Yeah. And even Toph said that he wasn't really all that much of a master at earthbending either. Yeah. The only thing he really mastered was air and water. But And, and I liked that because it me- meant that he was not coming into this just Invincible. Overpower. Yeah. Which and for uh, them for them to then at the very end just be like well, here you go. I wanna like I wanna kinda go back to something you said. Like, do you really consider like his fight with Ozai Ozai plot armor? Uh, granted that like if he would have never fell on that rock that certain way, I mean he exactly. would he would have never another good thing they could have done would have been for him to work into a way to find a, a solid balance between yeah. being able to go into the Avatar state and still care for for Katara. Because later in the in Korra flashbacks, he can use the Avatar state at will now, yeah. and he's married to Katara. He has kids with her, so yeah. obviously he does find a way. Yeah. Why couldn't they have done that in the show? Yeah, because Katara I mean, like sucks. if he would have never fell on that rock, Ozai was winning that fight one hundred fucking percent. Ozai was about to murder. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, this is this is just like the. Uh, it's kind of like that's one of my it's one of my big beefs. It's one of my big beefs with like uh like magic systems. And like uh, so, there's like two different types of magic systems in fiction. Like you're gonna have 
hard hard magic and then soft magic systems. So like if you're reading a book and like Harry Potter, right, where it's like there's basically a spell for whatever the plot needs there to be a spell for, that's soft magic. But then like here I go again referencing Brandon Sanderson. Not Stormlight, but also Stormlight. But everything he writes has magic. It's yeah. like he lays down the law of how it works within like the beginning of the book, right? Basically. So it's like, hey, if this is how it works, it's not going to be like, oh, actually, there's a secret fucking technique that you can use that'll solve the problem that I got my characters in on page 300, you know? Like, it's like, oh, well, I, we, like, at one point in Mistborn, if they can push and pull on metal, kind of like Magneto, Mm -hmm. and, uh, like, but if there's metal inside of you, like a piercing, they can't push and pull on it. And they're fighting this dude has like all these piercings and shit, and it's like it would be so easy to kill him if you could just, you know. Yeah. But they can't, because that's not how it works, and it doesn't just magically work because that's what they need it to do. It's like with metal bending. Yeah. Because Toph figured out how to metal bend because she realized there was still minerals inside the metal. Yeah. Like that was that that was an example of taking the rules and finding a way within the rules to make something work. Yeah. 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 Like if if, if it's. If you set out like a like a system, and you just change it because it's like for plot, then it's a problem. It's lazy. Yeah. yeah. But it's so much more satisfying when like you see the characters sort of find a way to work within the system that is prescribed, which is this is how things work. Instead of like you know if me and you are making an anime or some shit about me and you fighting with swords in the yard, and then you're just like oh, but actually I just made gravity suddenly not work because. I said so, and then I floated above you, hit you in the head. Like it's <laughs> like, it's that would not be a satisfying ending to a fight. You know, you'd be like, "What the Joke's fuck?" On you, I can actually do that. You probably can. <laughs> Gravity switch. <laughs> <laughs> no, so like I just read a little bit more into it, and, and I'm still gonna agree with you. I'm, I'm actually going to agree with you, Thomas. It's like um, I, 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 I may have come off a little strong. I don't think that Aang is just a terrible shame. No, I'm not defending. I him. just don't think. Oh, I, I'll defend him still. I mean, amazing, he's still a great protagonist. But what I was going to say... I think all in all, when compared to like a lot of other protagonists in those types of series, especially if compared to Korra, yeah. he's not a great I just Apparently, feel- of the series of writers, there was like you know like a book series written, mm-hmm. um, and the, the writer's intent, even prior to the, like the, the animation of it all, um, was apparently for Aang to have like visions of a turtle and not understand it. From what I understand, I could be entirely wrong, but I just read quite a little bit about it. Um, and he was supposed to like have more build up to it, um, but the the animators and the storyboard for the series just did a shit job at that, and they kind of wanted to focus on everything else all the way up to right, the end. Right, right. They yeah. just they just kind of shit out on the context clues leading up to it. So I'm gonna agree with you on that from a viewer's perspective because I never read it. You're absolutely correct. Yeah. They did just kind of introduce that late game. Here's your fucking. Here's yeah, what you those clues matter. If, it's if like if you already do. That's like, what I was reading. It's like, like if you're watching Knives Out and like there is never the baseball, there right. is never the part of the so trellis bad. that fell out. It you would know? make sense to you. It, it would just like, oh yeah, I know this because of, it's like, oh th- this is the villain. And it's like, well, how do you know? And it's just like, because I do now because I fell and hit my head on a rock, not because oh I saw footprints in the mud here, I saw a trellis here, I saw the baseball, I saw this, you know. Or how Scooby Doo did a really jo- bad job at like fucking giving you everything at the very end, like the the series, not. Like but it wasn't movies. actually there. But it was never there. Like yeah. we learned that because in the, the chili said rat poison on the other side, but it never showed the rat poison side. They just kind of pulled it out their ass later and are like rat poison and they peel off the label like well damn that could have came in handy earlier I would have known better yeah it's 
you, you gotta you gotta build up to, it's, it's called setup and payoff and yeah. if you just have payoff no setup it's is there a setup fee it's not any good it kind of forty dollars de- it, it devalues any t- any type of effort <laughs> expended by the character it's like like we said like we're not like like I said I don't know a lot about Avatar like compared to you guys so, no one's saying it's a bad show like I it's a good show it's a great show it's just like we're, you can still acknowledge, like, yeah, there no, are problems. Yeah. That, that was my issue. I was defending. I was defending the show. Yeah. with source Brady material was from the wrong show. From the wrong with, show. With an entire, which he was like, no, Aang is the good Avatar because he had this thing happen to him. Brady's like, I will die that had this happen. He says in a ditch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll still argue that Aang's better than Korra, but I mean, no, Korra's definitely better than. Korra. I, I don't no. know. Better. But First I mean, of all, Korra is a muscle mommy, so let me muscle mommies. Yeah, let's go. go. So I already got time on the, on the board. But I mean, like, <laughs> I, I accept. And she's also what what I like about her, and I don't I don't mean it in this way, but I like how she's uh, Nickelodeon kind of like kind of embraced like different sexualities. No, they didn't. She they did, was they definitely did, they, lesbian. They, they did that post because the end of Korra was actually a stick at Nickelodeon because the writer was super mad because they basically just completely set Korra up to fail. She was canon. I watched a video essay on that, actually. Yeah, Yeah, Nickelodeon was, like, scheduling it in, like, shitty spots. Yeah, like, canon, she is gay. Or bisexual. Bisexual. That is is canon. I thought that was interesting. It was done because he was so mad at Nickelodeon, he wanted to do something controversial. So it was weird because I remember watching that series and I wanted her with the the cooler brother. But then through the series, I wanted her with the nerdier brother because he was coming off as more cool near the end. And then at the end, I'm like, fuck. Then I was like, Bolin nerdy. He's just kind of an idiot. He's He's an idiot. But I I went through it all. Bolin is a himbo. I went through it all, though, and I was like, Damn! Now I don't know which one of these that she needs to be with, and then she just makes out with the girl, and I'm like, "Yo!" She caused <laughs> some serious drama in her friend circle. Oh, she did. She was in. So she like, was out, they're also I'm like teenagers, girl. and she's been sheltered for the entire for like pretty much all her life. Yeah. So she doesn't understand how social dynamics work. I love how steampunk that fucking series was. It was so cool, so bad. I like they had the fucking automobile or whatever it was. Yeah, the automobile. Yeah, cool. the fucking blimps and shit. Complete one. was still cooler, but I mean, yeah. Uh, so I think we've, we've, we've died down. Welcome to the uh, amateur take Avatar episode. Uh, <laughs> right? Daniel I, fucking I, died. I, I st- <laughs> here I stand. I can do no other. We we did an entire at, episode. At, yeah, at, we did an entire episode without Thomas referencing it. So I'm just gonna say, Neon Genesis Evangelion. <laughs> since someone had to say said it. Said it wrong. Whatever. I I watched it. Stormlight Archives. I finally watched it. I apologize. I didn't like it. That's fine. I didn't and like the animation. I didn't like it years ago. I love the I animation. It. I probably won't like it now. So I mean, the animation is the best part about it. It's my bedtime. It's Brit- it's Britain's Sweet bedtime. Boy. Britain fucking. You should go watch. Uh, you should <laughs> go watch Evangelion. Evangelion and fall asleep. Evangelical. Evangelical. There's a lot of. There's a lot of. Evangelical. Until <laughs> 3 a.m. Those come on on some channel. I forgot what it was. But if, if you if, swim. If, if you look, if you look up NGE like online, people are all gonna talk about like uh, the religious like symbol symbol symbolism. Symbology. Dude, I told you a lot like Travis. Bra- brain not do tonight, but like <laughs> it shows a lot more vaginas. Than crosses, in my opinion. There, there is a whole lot of symbolism in the show, but we'll, we'll, we'll be here forever if you get me started talking about this. Let's not. So, 
Uh, with that being said, I feel like I've, uh, you know, said my piece on a lot of things. And, uh, yeah. It's good Core to be back. Better. It's good to be back, boys. Hell yeah. It's good to be back. Uh, Aang is better. Good Peace. I feel like I haven't really said anything in the last half hour. He's tired. I was really upset. Yeah, I'm tired. Just say Aang is better for me. Oh, yeah, Aang is better. 